Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, and yes, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern with Jim Valley, who joins us in studio here today. Got Jim here. Mike Tupper-Vivi is going to join us. we got a lot to talk about. Jim and I here will talk a little about the Super J Cup. As my daughter's been saying all weekend, Super J Cup. Loves that phrase. We were there on Thursday at the Temple Theater. An amazing show. Yes. A brilliant show. And... Sometimes you watch TV, and with the cuts and the announcers talking, you're not always able to focus or even see everything that's happening in the ring. And to be live at a show of that caliber, I learned so much just by being there live. Um, just an incredible experience. Now, we got a ton of news to get into today. I'm talking a ton of news. We'll do a little bit of J-Cup early, then i got to get in all of this stuff here. Also have an announcement of the first Seattle area book signing for 100 Things WWE Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die. That's coming up here on the show today. NXT, just moments ago actually, announced the ticket on sale dates for their new show on the USA Network. And they are selling tickets to full sale for this show all the way through December 18th. Now... As I've talked about on this show, I firmly believe there's no way after about three weeks that they're still running full sale. I believe. But hey, they must think otherwise. On the Observer Radio Show a couple of days ago, Dave said, hey, people in the company are talking about the same thing you're talking about. How are they going to stay in full sale when AEW is running these packed buildings? Well, for whatever reason, tickets on sale through December 18th for Full Sale University USA Network NXT. We'll talk about that. We've got a new commentator for AEW. We've got New Japan. In addition to the Super J Cup, they got more shows coming up here in America. AEW lineup for this weekend. Steve Austin going to MSG. So much more. Back in a moment to kick it off. A Wrestling Observer Live. Using an overpriced trash bag? 
Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky. Time to switch to hefty, ultra-strong trash bags, always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. There are best bags yet, and they cost less than Glad Force Flex, where sold head-to-head. So you'll be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty, ultra-strong, with Arm & Hammer Odor Control. Also available in heavy-duty black bags. Hefty, hefty, hefty. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 Are you aware that 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35? Thing is, when you start to notice the hair loss, it's too late. Solution, 4hims.com, a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. 4hims.com connects you with real doctors, medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair No snake oil pills, gas station counter supplements, prescription solutions backed by science. Listeners to this program, Wrestling Observer Live, can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 right now while supplies last. You can see the website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash wrestling, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling, forhims.com slash wrestling. There it is, the brand spanking new Holy Mother of Awesome 4K Ultra HD TV. With a gazillion pixels of super crisp resolution, you can see it in your living room. And then you see the price. Your hopes are officially dashed. Don't let those big box retailers give you static. Swing by Rena Center or go to renacenter.com and get the big brands you want for small payments you can afford, all without credit. Rena Center. Big brands, small payments. Rental purchase transactions. See store for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, Jim Valley, a lot to talk about here today. And since we were there, we should talk a little bit about the Super J-Cup. Although if you are not aware by now, and I don't think you're going to be able to avoid spoilers since this is not even airing on New Japan World until September, but El Fantasmo is the winner of this year's Super J-Cup. Anybody expect that? I think we did predictions yesterday, Mike. Nobody predicted El Fantasmo. We did not, know, And, uh, you know, I'm curious uh, to ask both of you guys, because I got a call on Friday about this, uh, about the 
El Fantasmo. He is a, you know, Will Ospreay. He's gotten a lot of attention. He can be a real polarizing figure. But amongst hardcore New Japan fans, El Fantasmo has been filling that role. There are a lot of people who don't like the updated version of the jacket, a la Finn Balor way back in the day with the Bullet Club as Prince Devitt and all that sort of stuff. So that's the one question. As somebody who didn't go to the show, I want to throw out there to you guys and anybody else this week who did go to those shows. He seems to be an integral part of New Japan's future, and he seems to be a guy right now that is uh, you either like him or you don't. And there's a, a, a little bit more, uh, vi- seems to be venom for him is there, the, than there is even for Jay White, who I think is has become more accepted now, even though people still hate his guts. Uh, Al Fantasmo is still not established yet. I thought he did a very good job on the show on Thursday. I really liked his match. What people didn't see, well, I guess no one saw any of that, but on Friday he was also at the Defy show, and did a run-in and a promo, got a tremendous amount of heat until he buried Tacoma, at which point everyone <laughs> cheered him because Tacoma sucks. But no. overall, I think he did a very good job, and we'll see where they go. What did you think of his match on Thursday, Jim? He is out of Vancouver, British Columbia. I believe he was born there and started wrestling around here. You mentioned... Uh, he did. On, yeah, he used to wrestle for the uh, the Caden Matthews shows. Yeah, the Tulalip shows yeah. that I worked with Vinny. I was people. I was amazed at the that he got essentially no hometown reaction uh, at all from the crowd, which kind of surprised me. I expected him to have to turn the crowd, and he actually kind of got initially no reaction until he started working heel, and then the crowd hated him. It was interesting because everyone thinks, oh, Super J, junior style in New Japan, it's all flips and dives and no psychology and just move, move, move and spot, spot, spot. And here you had El Fantasmo working as a very strong heel, won the match with, uh, with the only ref bump of the night and the only illegal move of the night. Uh, a straight punch to the groin. Yeah. Not even the uppercut. No. Just the straight karate punch to the groin. I wonder if they teach that at the Japan Dojo. Hey, they might, because he did it the second night, too. That was the yeah. finish on night two. Do you think that was the, uh, the uh, Shibata crotch punch? Shibata may have taught him that. You never yes. know. So I guess the question to you, Jim, moving away from El Phantasmo for a moment, so I've been talking about all weekend, where would you rank the Will Ospreay red match in terms of matches that you have seen live. There is Am been, I out to lunch? No, 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 no. There has been a lot of talk on inter- on the internet, on uh, Twitter, about performance art. And people talk about, and I think they're too focused on performance, the word performance. Uh, Meryl Streep does a performance, but she's brilliant where she's in the moment and she drags emotion out of her audience. What Will Ospreay did was a performance, but more importantly, it was art. He not only... I mean, everybody knew the, the story of the match, that uh, that Amazing Red was his hero, and everyone was very sympathetic to that and understood it going in, and Will Ospreay was able to turn the crowd against him and work as a bully heel, and the match was paced so well. As far as, you know, Will would do a spot and then mock Red and drink it up with the crowd. And he was masterful. And then after he won, then he was able to turn the crowd back. And much like all of the top guys in New Japan, 
give that ending promo that, again, got emotion and a response from the crowd. I saw people on Twitter saying, oh, if it was a Will Ospreay match, it must have been just all moves. Oh, God. Will Ospreay, he is, I think, given the nature of that promo that he did and that match, I think he's the best wrestler in the world. I don't know that, that Kenny Omega could have gotten that promo and that reaction out of the crowd had Kenny Omega been there. Uh, maybe Kenny Omega could have wrestled that match, but Will Ospreay, for such a young guy, and his, for, he's been doing it a while, but he's even better than he should be. And I don't know if that match is necessarily going to translate on New Japan World, but he put on a show and made people believe that that was the Amazing Red of old and that Amazing Red could have won that match and almost did win that match. You know, I've been to a lot of, of TV tapings and say maybe a 12, 15,000 seat building and maybe 8,000 people are in there or whatever. And because of where I'm sitting, like the crowd's into the show, but then I hear from people that watched the show that said crowd was dead. It's kind of like, well, the crowd wasn't dead, but didn't come across on TV. Apparently we we've heard that a million times. I don't think it is possible that TV cannot catch the excitement that was in the Temple Theater. It's a 1,200-seat building, and they sold every single seat. It was standing room only. There were people in the balcony. There were people on the floor. The building, I mean, it was 2,000 degrees in the building because there were so many people per square feet. These people were going crazy for this match. If this same match had taken place in, let's just say, the Tokyo Dome, I mean, maybe it's not going to translate on television because the building's so big. But I think the match that I saw, the crowd reaction that I witnessed and was there in the middle of, I really think that people are going to watch this match and say it's one of the greatest matches of the year. I think it's going to get votes in best match of the year in the Observer Awards. I don't think it's going to win. I mean, we had the G1, but I think this match is going to translate pretty well. If you want to talk about wrestling, wrestling is being able to drag emotion out of the crowd. And it wasn't like the most fast-paced match. It wasn't an Okada match or a Tanahashi in his prime match. But what it was, was Will Ospreay putting on a clinic. And Red was there every time, but Red still, at with the injuries he suffered, can't do what he used to do. But everything he did do looked really good. And Ospreay sold it like a champ and when osprey was up he was the cocky heel and it made people uh, get inspired for red's comebacks when they happened he put on a clinic as far as psychology goes and timing goes and eliciting that that emotion will osprey is the complete package and if you watch this match you'll believe that amazing red was still amazing red you know what's interesting also is you talked about the promo that he cut when the match was over and it's Will Ospreay talking about being a 14-year-old kid and how Red meant everything to him. And he wanted this match so badly. And he's, it's a crime that he's not a former IWGP junior champion. He's begging him to like go full-time in New Japan. And Red retired with a serious neck injury. And Red never says anything. He's just standing outside the ring. He's holding his neck. He's got the ice pack on. And, and eventually he goes away. He doesn't even cut a promo. And I'm just thinking, man, this poor guy being put on the spot like this. So then he does the whole tour. 
And I thought it was interesting that on night two and night three, he worked multi-man matches and pinned Rocky Romero both nights. Now, I don't know if there's anything to read into that, but I do know that when I watched the New Japan guys at the Defy show, no one from New Japan did a job to anybody from Defy. The New Japan guys all went over. And so I just thought that was interesting. I don't think that he's going to go full-time with New Japan, but it was interesting that they gave him wins over Rocky Romero on both Night 2 and Night 3. There's one more thing. Um, every match at the Super J Cup in Tacoma was different. Not, I would say there were maybe two, maybe three matches that were that very athletic, even a lucha style, which, not surprisingly, Caristico was one of those. So it was Caristico and Bushi, and they did a very athletic, a faster-paced match that you would expect. And Taguchi came out, and rather than quieting the crowd, they just did a different style with some more comedy, and it kept the crowd up the whole time. There's no need for this WWE philosophy where, oh, we got to go out and kill the crowd with this match to maintain momentum. No, you can maintain momentum all night if you just tell different stories and do different style matches. Back in a moment, Observer Live. And the cruel, cruel mornings Turn the days of swim or Living right is easy If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and 
tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just That's 800-584-2519. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Jim Valley joining us today. I got two J-Cup comments, and we're going to go into a lot of news here today. The first one is that, kind of what you said before the break, it was abundantly clear when I watched that Super J-Cup at the Temple Theater that the idea that you need a buffer match before the main event or the idea that the crowd only has so many pops, this is preposterous. That crowd at the Temple Theater for three hours was going absolutely out of their minds. There was no, oh, this crowd's dead for this match, or we need to slow it down before this main event. They went crazy for every single match, and like if there was something to get excited about, they got excited. It wasn't like they got tired and were like out of energy, and oh my God, you know they had 16 big pops in them, but we did 18, and so nobody cared about Red versus Osprey. They were going nuts. The, the, the pop for the Code Red was the biggest pop of the entire evening. And that was after an evening of people going crazy for all of this stuff. So there is no need for a buffer match. I I do not believe that the crowd only has so many pops in them. I think that's ridiculous. The only other comment I got to make, which I got to say now because I'll forget about it and it's not that important, but you know the name of the man who owns the Temple Theater. I don't. Semper Viva, I presume you don't either. I don't. His name is Johnny Gargano. (laughs) <laughs> not John Gargano. His name is Johnny Gargano, and he owns the Temple Theater. How about that? All right, news. So we got a lot of on-sale dates here. AW announced that tickets for Charlotte, which will be week six, the Bojangles Coliseum, Charlotte, North Carolina. Those tickets are going on sale this coming Friday. So they have six dates announced going through November 6th. And today, WWE did announce on-sale dates for NXT on USA at full sale all the way through December 18th. They will be there October 2nd, 9th, 16th, 23rd, 30th, all the way through December 18th. Tickets will be sold on a staggered basis. Two weeks of events will go on sale at a time separated by two-hour blocks. Twelve weeks of events will go up for sale over the course of two weeks, so fans that are regular attendees will have a shorter time frame in which they will need to buy their tickets. Now, somebody on the text message here deal asked me, so NXT is staying in full sale for the duration of 2019. What if Vince suddenly changes his mind and wants to tour? Well, what will happen is, All of those shows will be canceled, and he will go on the road. We should have, like, some sort of contest here 
to place bets on when Vince freaks out and decides they need to go on the road. I think by at the latest week three, they've already canceled. And this, by the way, tells you everything. They have canceled the scheduled tapings for September 11th and 12th. So they were scheduled to tape at full sale the 11th and 12th. They canceled them. If you have tickets for those two dates, you will be able to go on the 18th and the 25th. But he can cancel this at any time. And my bet is week three. We'll start with you, Jim. How long do you think they remain in full sale before they get out? So week three would be the first uh, AEW show? Uh, no, they're putting tickets on sale for, uh, well, they, they've got no, tickets. When you, say, when you say week three, do you mean week three would be their... their October number? 2nd. Yeah. So the well, first... I was actually meaning like October 16th, like three weeks of AEW TV head-to-head. Okay. So I guess you could say week five would be my prediction. At the latest. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good prediction. I I guess I would just have to say week four then because oh, you're gonna try and beat me October ninth. Well, I I don't I I think you're on the money. Is what Wait, I'm so saying. you're a week four weeks into TV? A week earlier before you say because I think okay. a week, I think a week later will be too late. All right, October ninth. What I about think... you, Mike? Hmm. You know what? Before they go on tour, I'm gonna actually give them all the way till November. What? Wow. Here's why. I think you can do so many things. I wonder how much of that show is actually going to be shot at full sale and how much of it ends up post-produced here, there, and everywhere in different video packages and this, that, and the third. I think they will throw all of those things against the wall first before they bail on doing those shows. I'll give them until November, whatever the, the, the first week, second week of November is. I'll give them that long. Now, as far as messing with the show... A week. <laughs> Dude, weeks, day maybe. one, there's going to be WWE guys <laughs> all over this show. you kidding me? The debut on USA, Roman Reigns, I'm sure, will probably be there. Like, everybody's going to be there. He's I can't imagine. And by the way, like I talked about this with Vinny yesterday, it's over. The old days of NXT are over. They've canceled their next set of tapings for this NXT that we know and love. It's now whatever they've taped. They're going to use that through the first live date, and then it all changes. And it makes me sad. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Um, Hello? Yeah, what's up? Uh, hi. I uh, never uh, called in the radio before. I don't. It's uh, confusing. <laughs> all right. Well, what's on your mind? Um. Well, I'm going to uh, All Out this weekend. I'm really excited. Uh, my first ever pay-per-view I'm going to. And one of the things I've been thinking about is how I feel like people have been kind of sleeping on the match between uh, Hangman Page and Chris Jericho. Like, I kind of feel like nobody's really been talking about that, and I kind of feel like it could be, like, one of the better matches of the night. So you think Jericho Hangman is going to per- perhaps steal the show? I mean, maybe not deal but i feel like it'll definitely be probably maybe top three even i i don't know i think i i have a lot of faith in uh chris jericho and i think hangman page is really good so well we're not we're not a long way off but we we haven't even started up the full bore of of advertising and and all that push yet so it's going to come and you know the news over the weekend about john moxley's elbow and the the opening up of Pac coming here 
and facing off against Omega has stolen kind of some of the spotlight anyway. But I think as as we move, you know, a little bit forward, there's no doubt that Jericho and Page is going to be pushed very, very hard. Number one, because Jericho's a massive star and could do such things, and and Page is going to be the future or one of the futures of that company. So I think it is going to be a great match, and I think it is going to be a Again, I, I have high hopes for, for everybody involved in that and, and, and how it works out for him. I think that, and I've mentioned this before, the deal to me with Hangman Page is if you have been watching all of the pay-per-views, and that includes like Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen, they haven't done enough with Hangman Page. You're Just right. Just a dude. 100%. Not, not one big promo. I mean, when... The last show, I thought you've the, the last what was it? Uh, Fight for the Fallen, I believe, was the last one. It's like you've got to have a Hangman Page promo. Nothing like Hangman Page on all of these shows. It's different if you watch Being the Elite. They've got some stuff on Road to All Out, but like if you aren't watching the stuff on the internet and you're only watching the pay per views and the Fight for the Fallen, the BR Live stuff, they have not done nearly enough with Hangman Page. He's like a guy. And he's got his leg taped up, and he's going 50-50 with guys for 19 minutes. I mean, they have not done a great job with Hangman Page. Now, none of that matters. I mean, the card is stacked. Jericho's fighting for the title. It's going to be a big show. It's probably going to be a very good match. I certainly don't think that Hangman Page should win the title. I think it should be Chris Jericho. I think at the end of the day, everyone's going to be happy with how things turn out. They may even do an angle at the end of that match. Who knows? Depends on if it goes on last or if they're sending something up for TV or whatever. But I just think they should have done more with Hangman. Oh, you're 100% right. Uh, That's the thing. A lot of people, because of uh, the way things used to be in WCW and WWE, people are always like, oh, you got to go with Hangman Page. Jericho's been around. They're, They're keeping young guys down. But the fact is... They haven't told enough stories with Hangman Page. He won a battle royal with a bunch of people that, uh, you know, are not at his skill level. And it wasn't that impressive of a victory. And, yeah, going 19 minutes against someone again who's in the middle of the card, uh, Hangman Page should have destroyed him and then should have cut a passionate promo or attacked Chris Jericho or done something. Yeah, they're not telling great stories with Hangman Page. And I think to build up Hangman Page, he needs to lose that match, maybe have other feuds, or do the chase where you can tell more and get people to want, really want Hangman Page to be the world champion. Yeah, you know, I think even if he wasn't going 50-50 and everything, you know, he got a quick win in eight minutes and was very decisive. I still think Jericho should get the win here and get the title because this story for Page has not been told for long enough. He hasn't gone on that ride yet, you know, long enough and getting people invested. You know, if every, you know, there was going to be very little shot that he was going to be, people were going to be throwing babies into the air right away anyway for him. I mean, for the men, you know, reasons we all mentioned, you know, of all the guys on being the elite of all the guys in New Japan and Ring of Honor, he's one of the youngest ones. He's one of the least established ones. And, yeah, he's a blue-chip guy, but he was still a guy on the come-up. You know, people are not behind him yet. You know, in the same way that a lot of hardcores, I think, maybe, you know, maybe are and believe that others are. So I, I think Jericho, to, to begin, is perfect. And then to have Paige continue to take that ride and continue to, to overcome, I think, is the way to go. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Taking their time right behind my back 
28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $100 a month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost super reliable, super fast network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for $100 a month? No. Between the four lines for $100 a month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer for new customers only. Ends 916.19. First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. Mobile optimized data. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Elber is here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, VV, also WrestlingObserver.com. Jim Valley joining us today. My first book signing for 100 Things WWE Fans Should Know and Do Before They Die will be Saturday, October 12th at the Barnes & Noble in Northgate, just outside of Seattle, Washington. So if you are in the area, I will be there with copies of my new book. We'll be doing a signing going to be a lot of fun. That is Saturday, October 12th at the Barnes & Noble in Northgate. More information over the next couple of weeks, but mark it down on your calendar. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
And earlier today, speaking of Chris Jericho, I finished an interview about the book for Talk is Jericho. That'll be coming up here in a while. Also talk WWE, AEW, and more. And what we did not talk about, because we just got word a while ago, AEW sent out a press release today announcing Tony Schiavone has signed a full-time multi-year agreement with the promotion. He will be a part of the AEW broadcast team and will also serve as a senior producer for AEW events. So the play-by-play team is going to consist of Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross and who's the third? Where is it? Excalibur. Excalibur. I apologize to Excalibur. I had it here in the press release and then it vanished. But anyway, for those of you that didn't like Alex Marvez, it appears he is not going to be on the commentary team. He'll probably continue to do the uh, backstage. He's he's doing kind of like the old Sean Mooney Control Center or uh, Event Center deals that were done on those old superstar shows. So, yes, Excalibur, Tony Schiavone, Jim Ross. That is a hell of an announced team right there. Yeah. yeah. How great is it for Tony Schiavone? I mean... Here's a guy who was out of the wrestling business uh, being a, a, a triple-A or double-A baseball announcer, which is which is some money, but I, I'm glad that, you know, Tony is, what, now 61? I mean, to be able to make some uh, real money again in wrestling. He's reconnected with fans. No one talks about, oh, bitter Tony Schiavone. He's kind of explained everything and all the, the misunderstandings and shown what a, what a funny guy he is. A lot of things that he couldn't do in uh, Crockett or on Turner Television. And it's a great renaissance. He's a great guy. And it couldn't happen to a better guy. So congratulations, Tony Schiavone. Absolutely. He was doing all that hustling and working for the Gwinnett Braves and the University of Georgia and all that sort of stuff. And that was great. You know, it's kind of fun if you look at it from the outside. But, you know, that grind gets to you after a while. And like you said, you know, 60-something years old. You know, this provides, you know, some stability and once again puts him back in the limelight for professional wrestling as somebody that literally grew up with him. Remember seeing him in 1983 when he broke in and he was announcing for the Charlotte Orioles. You know, it's like this is fantastic. You know, Jim Ross, is he what he used to be? No, he's not. But you know what? That's okay. If you can have Tony Schiavone be the, the focal point and the pay-per-view of that show, which I believe or the, the color of that show, which I think he's going to be alongside Excalibur. I think Jim Ross in a in a third role, you know, dropping a little knowledge here and there. I think it's going to be great. And I think Alex Marvez, I know he got a really bad rap, but it, it, to me it wasn't his fault. I would ask around and say, is he doing anything in a can, you know, any work? Is he going to any shows and doing announcing? And just because of his schedule, working for the NFL Network or Sirius NFL Radio as the training camps are going on, it's like, when is he going to have the chance to, to do this sort of work and have this sort of time? And apparently he didn't. So I don't I don't blame Alex Marvez for being put in the position that he was. I, I just they, they didn't have him prepped enough. But I think him in a studio role is fantastic. He's good with numbers. He brings a sports type of presentation, which in, in some ways is what they want to do anyway in some aspects of their show. So, you know, really announcing-wise, it's fantastic. And I know this is a, on a, a little bit of a smaller scale, but Joe Galdi, who does the, the NWA announcing or has been doing the NWA announcing now that they're going to full scale tv tapings in the fall he's going to be doing those and they announced that and i'm not sure how it's going to work with color i know jim uh, jim Cornette works with mlw i don't know if that that precludes him from working with the nwa or not but i'll be interested to see who they get uh, as a personality to fill their color spot a couple of things first off with 
both Marvez and Shivani. I mean, the commentary on WWE main roster television is god-awful. And I honestly think that some of the people that hated Alex Marvez, and let me just say this right here, that, yes, Alex Marvez used to work for the Wrestling Observer in, like, the year 2000. I think I've talked to him two times in the last 19 years, so I don't want people to say that Brian's only saying this because he's his friend. But By the way, I think the Miami Herald deal was a little bit bigger for him at the time. Sure. So I think that the people that really hated Alex Marvez are the fans that aren't watching main roster WWE. Because I'm not going to sit here and say that he was good, okay? But when people were talking about how horrible he was, I was like, he's not horrible. He's just not good in the role. He's not great in the role. Maybe someday he will be. But honest to God, I would rather listen to him than the SmackDown announced team from this past Tuesday night. It was Otunga, Byron Saxton, and Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips is okay. He actually might be, he may be the best guy on the on the main roster, like between Raw and SmackDown, but the other two, oh my God. So when people got on Marvez, I was kind of like, come on, seriously. Now, Shivani, I have personally, in person, apologized to Tony Shivani for anything that I might have said about him as an announcer in the 90s. Now, part of that is because, again, the Raw SmackDown announced teams are so horrible that I watched Tony Schiavone in the 90s, and he's great. Now, even in the year 2000, when this is the worst promotion there has ever been, WCW in the year 2000, he's still fine. And when you consider what he actually was calling at the time, you could almost say that he was exceptional. Nobody, I don't care if you're Jim Ross, nobody could have done 2000 WCW and been any good at it. The fact that he was listenable, is that a word? Listenable? The fact that you could listen to him at all is a miracle. I heard him on MLW. He's, He's excellent. Like, this is going to be a great announced team. Yeah, I think Tom Phillips is the best in wrestling right now, along with Kevin Kelly. Two different styles, uh, but both, I think, equally good in their own way. Um, it is hard to be an announcer. Uh, you, you do need, there are very few naturals. You need years of experience, and honestly, I just think the clock uh, ran out on Alex Marvez. And... You know, just because he's not doing it now doesn't mean that he can't do it in the future. And sure. when you go on national television and you've got executives at the TNT level who are going to be watching the show, they're not wrestling fans. They're not going to know, as Gorilla Monsoon says, you know, the wrist lock from the wrist watch. But they will know a professional presentation. They will care about the voices. They'll care about the teases and all of the the nuts and bolts of broadcasting. And I think it was smart to bring in Tony Schiavone, particularly at the beginning. Let's go to the phones. You're in the air. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Actually, like as a wrestling fan, I think I would have felt cheated if uh, if Hangman, Hangman Page and uh, Kip Sabian would have had like a squash match, uh, even though Page is going to the main event. Like you would have felt kind cheated. Of, kind of like the, 
Yeah, kind of like the Rush versus uh, Dalton Castle match uh, from uh, MSG. I was actually looking forward to to that match, and you know they just had like a squash match. Well, well you know, I don't, I don't think anybody. Back. Yeah, I don't think anybody said that it needed to be like a squash match. But I mean, it should have been maybe like a six to eight minute match in a dominant win for the guy who's challenging for the first ever AEW title. Like, I mean, if I was a little kid, I, I like I understand because I mean I would think that that's real. But I mean, I, since I know they're performers, uh, like I want to see a good performance. Hi, me, hi, me. Hold on, hold on, my hold on. friend, Jaime. my friend. Wait, look, you have seen enough wrestling. Are you telling me you've never seen a nine-minute match where the other guy? looks good but loses to a decisive victor like i mean you can you can tell both sides of the story without ripping people off i mean as long as the the story's good if it's four minutes if it's 40 minutes as long as it's good and it's fulfilling that's all that matters listen if you're watching if 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 the aew audience is a bunch of people that are watching it for the performance art and not able to pretend that it's a sport this place is dead okay it it's it is a yes. It is a performance art, but how can I? How can I? The damn thing came from being rooted in sport. When okay. I watch a movie, <laughs> Period. I know I'm watching a movie, but I don't want to sit there thinking I'm watching a movie. I want to be in the movie. Just because yeah. Luke Skywalker gets his butt kicked in the middle of the movie doesn't mean he's going to come back. Well, he won't come back later. There's a there's a story that uh, Jeff Hardy tells when he was a nobody on Raw. And Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, goes to the back and goes, I'll, uh, I'll squash you tonight. And uh, somebody was like, well, what do you think he's going to get in? What, does, what, do, what can Jeff get in tonight? And Scott goes, no, my time is now. His time is in the future. And Jeff Hardy says, at the time, I didn't understand. But now that I'm older and wiser, I understand. There's, somebody else can go and fight on another day. Adam Page's time to challenge for the world title for the first time at All Out, is now. And he should have squashed him. You can tell a different story or rebuild somebody else at a different time. Adam Page's time is now. Dude. I do understand why some people, why some traditionalists do pull their hair out because there are fans who don't realize. It's like talking about building up a match card so you don't have to have i mean people that watch wwe have been so treated and, and so jaded with how they do those matches where you're gonna have a popcorn match or you put the women's match here and you bring people up and down and it when stories don't matter it doesn't mean anything anyway where it's like the the easiest thing you could do is what they always did traditionally build a match up and make everything a little bit different and everything's a little bit changes a little bit from one match to the other and you build up to a crescendo this isn't that difficult well i think that the main point to what jaime said that i want to address is they're going to have 104 hours of live television in a year you want to have your 19 minute kip sabian match with the hangman there's plenty of time time. (laughs) There's a time and a place for every match. And the time and the place for them to go 19 minutes and almost go to a draw was definitely not the final big match before Hangman challenges Chris Jericho for the AEW title. Jesus. You know, guys like Manny Machado still could step up into the box, a young superstar baseball player. And still go 0 for 4 against Steven Strasburg and strike out three times. And it doesn't mean he's the worst person in the world. 
you're telling the story. It's a journey. As long as you treat the character properly, as long as you take care of them and continue to build them and give them layers, you can always go back to them. You just got to treat them with respect. It's what New Japan has going for them better than anybody else, especially places like Ring of Honor, who this last weekend drew absolutely nobody, which was a damn shame. This person says, Kevin Kelly is a good example of how an announcer can go from a big stage in WWE and be better years later with experience. He was good in WWE. Yeah, he was. He's way better now. Yeah. And a lot of people can go from WWE elsewhere and be great, like, immediately. Well, look like at, uh, uh, Dean Ambrose. Well, uh, Rich Puccini, and, and he didn't really get a chance in, in WWE and in NXT, but he's been fantastic for Dragon Gate and MLW. The signing of Tony Giovanni, does this end the short career of Alex Marvez? No, he's doing stuff for the company. He's just not going to be doing commentary. With WWE starting NXT on USA two weeks before AEW TV debuts, why wouldn't TNT air edited versions of Double or Nothing or Fight for the Fallen to introduce the AEW roster on TNT before AEW TV starts? They have some specials that will be airing on TNT before the uh, show starts. So they'll introduce everybody, they'll do the big matches, they'll do the storylines, there will be introductions. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Attention business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan? Have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Rated number one by consumers nationwide on ConsumerAffairs.com. Craftmatic beds come in all mattress types, including cool gel memory foam for up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Enjoy temporary relief of low back pain, poor circulation, nighttime heartburn, mild arthritis. You'll sleep better in a Craftmatic adjustable bed. So if you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and information. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-371-9608. That's 1-800-371-9608. Call 1-800-371-9608. Call now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com, Jim Valley. I want to mention very quickly, I could be wrong. I could have sworn that last week on Raw, Natalia was talking about how she needed elbow surgery and had her arm in the sling, right? Didn't that happen? Yeah, I think you're right. Yes. Uh, well, yes. tonight she's scheduled to face Sasha Banks in a wrestling match. Sure. So, there you go. This is so weird. I don't know if you guys saw this. We don't have time, but... There's an article in The Wrap oh, God, that was yeah. retweeted by WWE PR, and it's this super goofy article about how Raw's going to open with a heel promo from Sasha, according to a Raw writer who did not want to be... It's the weirdest article you've ever seen, and WWE PR tweeted it out. It's 19- just bizarre. 1998 internet report type of... Yes, <laughs> it's weird. so funny, but but check it out. Anyway... Let's do the plugs for Saturday, Jim, if we're even here Saturday. Yeah. Hope- we don't even know because you're, you're gone. Yeah, I'll be in uh, Chicago, and hopefully logistically we can uh, put it together. That would be cool if we could do the show from Chicago, if we have strong enough internet. And maybe, just maybe, I will try. No promises. I'll try, I'll t- I'll try to wrangle, maybe see if we can get Dave on the show. Oh, even. my maybe. God. Maybe. But he's so popular at these events, he gets stopped like every 20 feet, and it's... It's really hard to do, so just keep in mind that's what I'm working with. But you can follow me at Jim Valley, and we have started doing Saturdays, and it's going great. 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on uh, Sports Byline. So it's been going great so far. I love it. That's right. So we're here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Saturdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. Every single day, there is live Wrestling Observer live here on Sports Byline. So check it out. Mike is at Sempervivi. I am at Brian Alvarez. Check us all out on Twitter. And we're out of time. Thanks, Jim. Mike, as always, callers and listeners, my main man Dom and everybody in the studio. Talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live.